If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttle Adventures. Somehow we got to change that. It can't be another episode. It's a new a, episode. A new episode. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the The year is slowly, well, not slowly. It's, it's rapidly slow. rapidly approaching the end. We're almost to our winter break. My we've, Lord. I think we've got... Uh, trying to think of when this is going to air. We're probably or, or somewhere around eight episodes left of the season. You know, the cool thing about podcasts and seasons, like if you're a listener, you can just skip through winter. You can just get through that crap. But in real life, we have to go through it, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> I, did you see, uh, uh, trying to think of his name, one old monkey or one monkey or something joined, uh, discord recently and said oh i've almost made it through all your episodes and my comment was that's okay we'll make more (laughs) (laughs) don't worry we'll make more (laughs) no i I missed it i i got myself a little busy this weekend last weekend (laughs) yes so this is kind of like a a perfect segue into this uh episode previously um we're recording that later but you're going to hear last week we had tim james from ride bdr on uh we're actually recording with him in three days (laughs) yes we're busy uh, very (laughs) excited about that yes because he's from my neck of the woods i actually got to meet him in person before we had him on the podcast so that was kind of cool Oh, yeah. Um, and he even chose to come on anyway so that's really cool (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> actually, th- I think this is the first guest that we're going to have that actually asked to come on. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. But it kind of segues into what you just went through and our topic this week, uh, which is going to be. Say off- it fast. Say it fast. <laughs> I, was, I lost it here on the screen. <laughs> Off-road motorcycle about on your adventures. Knees. 
No, oh, Jesus Christ. Off-road motorcycle said. adventures. What skills do you need and where to learn these? Not on your knees. <laughs> if you're on your knees, you're not learning very good. Or you're learning a hard lesson. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Don't look at me. <laughs> I learned some lessons this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you learned some lessons. The problem Get the is things I'll early. Them. No, that wouldn't have made for an epic story if I got there on time. <laughs> yes. Might have saved my body and my bike, but hey. Make things easier might have been a little more enjoyable. Oh, I think I got the most enjoyment out of it. But I had to use a little, I had to phone a friend who wasn't really my friend, but now he's my friend. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, you know, the motorcycle community is really cool. We've talked about this, but. You know, when somebody's riding up on their 450 up a trail that they're not expecting to see a 701 fully, I mean, fully Cody loaded. Hmm. Which means up, there was probably three people's worth of junk on there. Oh, there was, you know, because I have to show off this and that and look at this new gear. And, you know, yeah, I could probably house a polygamous family with all the crap I carry, but. Anyway, he came across me and I was uh, having a little trouble picking up my bike. I don't know why it would be so heavy, but anyway, this guy pressed and he stopped, helped me out, made sure I was all right. He did tell me, I'll tell you later, but he told me to turn around and go back. And I'll tell you how that ended up. He said no. <laughs> Johnny Mac never turns back. And I trained with Johnny Mac, so I couldn't. Plus, mm. I knew. Plus, I knew a special person that we have had on the podcast was up in front of me, and I didn't want to go back to where I was going and admit defeat. So, <laughs> I don't know how this ties into this whole story, but... <laughs> Off-road motorcycle adventures. Oh, what yeah. skills do you need and where to learn these? <laughs> if well, you don't have your own personal Johnny Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you, if you don't. Uh, we've... We've had some on the podcast. We're going to have some more on the podcast. Yes. You know, we're just talking about uh, these are professional skills trainers. Yes. I, I not only have one that said she would come on. Um, I do have a, a couple others in mind that I, I would like to be getting over the winter as well. It's a perfect time for it. You know? Yes. And, you know, I, I've spoken to these people as well and their stories and they're, they're knowledgeable. So, I mean, it should be a good, good entertainment and, um, anybody Valuable. that rides, yeah. Anybody that rides an adventure bike or off-road should get some, uh, good information and hopefully it steers them towards some of these lessons. Uh, you know, I took, I took the BMW course and, it showed me how much I needed to learn. That's so. the part that scares me, is that realization. If I go to a class, how much I actually need to learn. I know we need to push through that, but honestly, like, I'm just saying it like it is. Like, right. I don't think I know everything or I'm a really good writer or anything. But that moment of realization, you don't know what you know until you know or don't know, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know what you need until you 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 know it. Yeah, type of thing. Shame on you, once fool me something. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Whatever. 
but yeah, um, you know, I think of it kind of like, uh, you, you want good information and, and the right, uh, teachers or skills mm. because, uh, let's say I've got a, a treadmill I need to put together for the wife and this does tie in. But if I read the, if I only got the instructions that are in Chinese and I don't read Chinese, uh, that's not really good information, right? Because everybody right. will tell you how to ride, but it doesn't mean that they're speaking the right the right language you need to hear. Or right, and if they're not professionals, they could be giving you bad habits that are going to be hard to undo. Yeah, they're harder to undo than to learn the correct way. So yes, absolutely. And like you, um, I've been to a couple. I guess you'd call them rallies. Some are rallies, get-togethers, whatever this year and it seems both the ones i went to and the one you went to have some sort of training that you can participate in whether it costs more or it's included but there's teachers you know when you get together as groups it seems yes yes and uh one of the teachers that seems to be traveling to a lot of those is the dragoo school they um i actually spoke with him at the the one in the Northeast to protect dirt days. He was very knowledgeable. And uh, a lot of the ladies that had taken some of the courses walked away from there with uh, much needed confidence. So nice. Yeah. We always ride better with confidence. Oh yeah. Sounds silly, but it's true. Yeah. Cause when you're not riding with confidence, you kind of second guess yourself and then you're too late. Yes. You're, you're like uh just behind the, the curve or whatever. Yeah. And uh, being too late usually ends up with you on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be a painful. It can be embarrassing. Yeah. Frustrating. So, so you rode a dirty lizard this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Google that one, baby. No, it's a dusty lizard. Dusty lizard. I made hey, this a dusty lizard would be dirty too. It would be, <laughs> but I recall a previous episode where I said something about Sanchez, and and you yeah, went well, down the rabbit different. hole. So I don't know if you should look up dirty lizard or not. I buddy. am right now. Oh great! Here we go. Moscow cannot oh, be held responsible is, for it this. It is in the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, that's how you know it's good. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was, but... uh, That's stupid. The act of using one's tongue to fellatio your partner's thoughts by rapidly gyrating your tongue and squinting your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's stupid. (laughs) Well, when I looked that up, I wasn't sure. It's stupid. I wasn't sure that I wanted to go to this event if we were going to be practicing fellatio with our eyes and tongues. And I was more into like riding motorcycles is what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's a mind fuck right there. That's true. <laughs> I guess. I guess you could say a dirty lizard is a low job on the mind. <laughs> I don't know if that counts or not, but hey, whatever. Know. But yeah, I went to the dirty, dusty lizard. (laughs) Dirty, dusty lizard. Boy. Dusty lizard. Okay. It's the dusty lizard. It's the dusty lizard. Second second annual. 
So their second, he called us, I think he told me it was our, we were his second prototype. Um, they had the first one at their property in uh, Washington. Last year. Last year. And so this or one, because of COVID. luckily in Utah, luckily for me, but uh, we were like their test subjects and it was awesome. But <laughs> Cody showed up with his full loaded Husky with his Moscow gear. And Pete no. said, drop your gear and let's go. He did say that. I literally pulled in to check in. I made an entrance. Uh, saw Pete by his bike and walked over to shake his hand real quick and ask where I sign in. And he said, we're going for a ride. You want to go? Did you just get here? I said, yep. Just pulled in and kickstand down right now. Well, we're going up here. Uh, what are you on? 701. Looks over. It's fully loaded. Yeah. You'll probably be all right. I think this is kind of a technical trail, but I mean, you can always turn around. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, when Moscow Pete asked you, do you want to ride? What the fuck do you say? You don't say no. I was like, yeah. So I walked back to my bike. He goes, why don't you throw your gear off real quick? That'll be easier. As he's saying that, the rest of the group's peeling out to go on the ride. And then he's like, oh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to have time. Maybe... Maybe I'll just see you back here. I'm like, fuck you will. I'm going, baby. (laughs) Now, in my defense, like two days prior to this, I messaged Pete. And because their pictures were of two strokes for the Dusty Lizard. Uh And I said, should I bring my 300 two stroke? Because that's what your pictures show. Or the 701. And he said. I'm on my 1290, so you should bring the 701. Okay. Well, the bike he was standing next to was an unloaded 500EXE. <laughs> yes. And that was like the biggest bike of the group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I tried to become a legend. Hopefully I did. <laughs> legend. Wait for it. Dairy. Yes. <laughs> I think I might have pooped some dairy on this trip. Get to the chopper. Oh, oh. <laughs> Poop some oh. dairy. No, oh, man. Oh. So we, we take the road. We go on the road. And then, I mean, it's, it's a long story. I'll make it as short as I can. But when I was 18 and married, I got a KDX 200. I had it for about. Two months. And the wife found out she was pregnant. So that bike went bye-bye. But there's a place in Utah called Camas that has some really cool mountainy trails. I didn't know how to ride. I really didn't know how to ride back then. But my buddies took me up there. <laughs> it's a five-mile loop. Right? I really didn't know how to ride. I really, really didn't. They called me Lightning. Like, come on, Lightning. Let's go. <laughs> Because I was slow, but anyway, 1.21 gigawatts. Yes. (laughs) And uh, yeah, thanks for that video, chap. (laughs) But I ended up falling off and busting my thumb really bad. Ding dong. Mm. And uh, about halfway in. So I had to ride out on my throttle hand. Screaming the whole way because I was halfway in. I mean, 
If I kept going, I was halfway if I went back. Anyway, about a week before this event, I told Johnny Mac, I want to rematch that now that I know how to ride. Little did I know that I would be pulling up to Camus to meet Moscow Pete on a fully loaded 701 to go rematch that fully loaded on the biggest bike. (laughs) Oh, you could. (laughs) And I did. (laughs) So we pull up and and there's two trails and they're discussing it. And they're like, the one to the right, that's the easier trail. It does this and blah, 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 and comes back. Here's where Cody made the first mistake. Then they're talking about the other trail. It's pretty challenging for the first part. Then it gets better. But I hear Pete say, yeah, I think Cody will do that one. I'm thinking Pete's going on the hard one. That means he's saying, I think Cody will do that one. I'm going on the hard one. Upon video review, (laughs) I think Pete was saying Cody will take the easy route. (laughs) (laughs) But my ears did not hear this. (laughs) Of course not. You heard a challenge. (laughs) Yes. So up the hard one I went. First? No, I let them go first to see <laughs> my stupid say, ass. You, did you lead the charge? <laughs> I did not lead the charge. Thank God. <laughs> well, I saw this video that you sent me <coughs> where you says, hey, Pete, where did you take me? Yeah. And Pete goes, oh, up a big hill with a lot of rocks. Yes. Well, what was I on? Oh, 701. Fully loaded. Fully loaded. loaded. <laughs> Yeah, and he was laughing his ass off. Oh, he was laughing. I don't think he thought, "No way, this this guy will go up that." <laughs> That's awesome. So it took me some work. I mean, let's—I'll be honest—they got up it way faster than me, and we had a discussion. I said, "Pete, just you know, ride with your buddies, pretty much. If I if I feel like I can't do it, I'll turn around and meet you back. You know, here." So it's not like they left me, but they, they left me in the dust, but we had a plan. We had communicated. So well, they I told somebody earlier and they're like, they just left you there. I'm like, no, it. we, we communicated, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So along, I dropped the bike once I drop it twice. Third time I drop it. This guy comes up behind me. Cool guy. Preston helps me get the bike up. He goes, I'm going to go up ahead and see how far, you know, and how bad it is. Pretty much, he goes up to the end of the trail, comes back, and tells me, you need to turn around. I'm like, why? I'm looking on Google Earth. It's only like two football fields away, man. I ain't. I'm thinking to myself, I ain't turning around. Fuck that. (laughs) Right. But for safety, he's thinking, you need to turn around. Well, then, you know, Johnny Mac doesn't turn around. When people say, you can't make it up that, I know that we're going. So, inside, I know I'm going. So I'm like, watch this. Now I know he's behind me because he's hanging out to make sure I'm safe. And I'm I'm stuck on an obstacle, you know, probably a, a foot rock in front of me. And uh, grab that throttle. I'm making it up. <laughs> My wheel comes up straight to the sky. <laughs> Did you land it? I landed it this time. It was like that picture, <laughs> but I landed it. I was pooping my pants, but I landed it. But <laughs> I felt so cool. And then I don't know. I haven't got it. I've got it on video, I hope. But 
he messaged me on uh, Instagram today and I told him thanks for the help. And he said, Oh, no problem, man. I just wish I had that wheelie on video. <laughs> so I'm glad he saw it. I'm not making it up. Like I, I was saying some prayers, but yeah, it was only like two football fields from the top, but it was, it was, you know, not, there was baby heads and baby dads and which is what I like to ride on a 300 with no luggage. Right. And on the 701, it was, it was a challenge, but also I knew I was going back to camp with Pete and all the Moscow people. And I didn't want to go back and tell them I couldn't make it. Well, yeah, but I mean, you had an excuse and you were not only were you riding one big ass bike, but you were fully loaded as well for with all your camping stuff. I had the duffel bag in the dog carrier (laughs) (laughs) and the two Moscow bags. So yeah, hopefully I'll be the legendary idiot of all Moscow future conversations. (laughs) I don't know. That's crazy. But were yeah. they up there when you made it your two football fields? Well, so you get up there to the top of that, and then it breaks off. I see the, uh, we'll call it a main road, but it's the main trail, like a, a side-by-side could do it, that went back to where we started. Or we could go left and finish the trail. So I did five miles, like I'd call it five miles of hell. <laughs> I mean, it was tough. About five miles, that hill climb right. stuff. The whole trail they had marked was 30 miles. And uh, I, I was pretty pretty beat from picking my bike up. So I just told Preston, are you okay? Like, going ahead uh, if I just take the main road back. And he said, yeah. I said, tell them that I you know, made it this far, and then I went back. So I, I did the five miles. I didn't complete the loop. But. Of course, get back to camp, and Preston's like, it was epic after that. Pretty much like it turns flowy and, you know, uh, not, not a lot of challenge. But I was just, I, you know, I, I'd push my luck. You don't, yeah, and you don't know. Yeah, and I, I didn't know, so. It'd be different if you knew the area and you knew what you were getting into. Yeah, and I hadn't been there. Well, I'm 47 now, and I was 18 the last time I was there, so. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know One it that time. well, but. But really cool people, really cool people. And Preston, he works for Moscow, correct? Or is that I'm a different not sure. Preston? I think it's a different. I'm not sure because he lives um, probably a half hour from me. Oh yeah, so no, probably not. But he was helping them like move stuff. So I don't know if he's going. I'm not sure the dynamic. Preston though, he's a stud, and he looks. I at first I thought it was freaking Toby Price. I was like, holy hmm. shit, Toby Price is here. <laughs> he looks a lot like Toby nice. Price. So one of my favorite racers. Very cool people. And then then I got back to camp and this guy comes up and he goes, You look familiar. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> he goes, I don't know. Oh, uh, maybe from YouTube. Like, oh shit, here we go. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm in says, trouble. And then he goes, aren't you, your buddies with Tim too, right? Tim Collins? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, this guy, he hung out with me and we just kind of chilled together. And cool. It was a cool, cool event. I didn't end up riding it. I didn't go on any more rides after that. I was, <laughs> was pretty wiped out. But mm. 
got to say hi to Pete. I saw Ash. Got to say hi to Ash for like three seconds, which is cool. Nice. Before so, she like took off full throttle. Yeah, before she disappeared. They had a they had a lot going on. I bet. But uh, I, I did learn lizard. I did learn a lesson. I don't want to sour the situation. The event was great, but apparently there was an older gentleman that rode. I want to say from Indiana, but I'm not sure on these facts yet. But uh, it took four days to get there. Something on a 450, Oof. and uh, he was on one of the trails. Because how they did it is they just gave you trail options. You pick your own. Choose your own adventure, right? Like, it's yep. not a lead ride. It's just, these are the different trails. These are the skill levels that we think they are, et cetera, right? But uh, apparently this guy um, ended up having a heart attack up on the trail and expiring far from home. So, so Pete and Ash were kind of, I'm sure, having to deal with, you know, mm. the police and contacting family and all. All that downer side. The event was great. It was a sad thing. Yeah, you know, thoughts some and prayers of us were his family. The, some of the of, of us were the opinion he died doing something he loved. It still sucks. The other the other side I got to see is you know the poor what the poor family would have to go through. But yeah, um, but so that kind of leads to skills and uh, things you need to know and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean. Um, well, I, the the skills you need, we've we've been on record with with saying that you know, um, off road riding is a lot different than than the road, yeah, than than the road. I mean, just like it can change every day due to weather. I mean, it could be an easy flowy <clears throat> track one day, and like you said, can wash out in a bad rainstorm the next day, and yeah, become- or. Or it could be muddy, which drastically changes it, especially depending on the bike you're on. You know, if you're on uh, a dirt bike, like even the 701 would be a hell of a lot easier to do a lot of that stuff than an adventure bike. Twin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't, like I said, I don't have the facts or anything, but I'm tending to, my first thought was he's probably from a lower elevation in Utah. We get, we're not Colorado, but our mountains are fucking high. Yeah. And elevation plays into it. So you get hot, dehydrated, tired, and you're at elevation. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, how old was he? Do you know? I, I feel like he was older. Uh, I want to say in 60s, maybe. But I, I yeah, don't so know. So, I mean, it, it, he may have had health issues. You, right. You'll never know. I mean. Never know. And I'm not trying to dwell on that, but more like use it as a food for thought. Like, um, you know, if you're feeling different or something, ask somebody to kind of ride with you. Like Preston was happy to hang back with me. I, most of the people I've met riding, if you're alone, they'll, they'll hang out with you. I mean, you don't, you don't want to slow them down the whole day so they can't be with their group, but they'll get you to the next safe point. Or, you know, if you're thirsty, you can ask for what, whatever. Um, some of us, me, myself included, obviously, will uh, use the machismo. Oh, Pete's going up the hard one. I'm going to go up the hard one, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but sometimes it's just smart to ask, you know, like, hey, Preston, you mind uh, just hanging out with me for a minute? Let me make it up this. 
you know, some of us are, are uh, <clears throat> maybe embarrassed to do that. I mean, I've been guilty of that before, but I, I'm learning as I get older. It's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, I've gotten to the point in my life where I, I well, I mean, I don't get embarrassed very often anyway, but like, if I've had enough, I've had enough. Like, when I took that course, I tried to do those circles, and I was just like, you gave them it your standing all. in, well, with them standing in the middle and they're giving me directions and I'm trying to correct. But when I do, I'm naturally like looking to see how I am on the bike so I can f- not just feel it, but see what I'm trying, you know. Right, right. And every time I take my eyes off, they're yelling at me to look where I'm going. And it's like, <laughs> so it was, it was that getting frustrating. Confusing. Well, it was getting frustrating. So I figured I'm going to go work on it alone. Yes. And I started going around. So I got out of line and started doing. Doing you know, your let, own thing. Yeah. I didn't. Well, again, I didn't want to hold other people up, so I went and started doing the cones and trying to work on my positioning on my own. Yeah, I mean, just be adaptable, right? And know and know when you're done. Yeah. Um, well, it was hot too. I mean, and stupid yeah. me. And if I, I wish I had put on my jersey. Yeah. Because so. I think when I took the jacket off, I mean, I didn't have pads in my jacket anyway. Cause I got the Moscow jacket. So like I, I'm doing slow speed turns. I have my no wind on. on you. Yeah. And I've got a jacket. So I took the jacket off and I'm like, okay, I'm feeling better. And I started doing my things a little bit better. And then we took a break and they were like, Oh, you gotta put your jacket on. It's like, no, I'm melting. I'm melting. <laughs> yes. So that was part two. Yeah. But, yeah, that's good. I learned about layers too. But yeah, so I mean, the skills, there are places. Uh, I mean, there, we did a whole episode on this. Yeah. Uh, you can go back and listen to it, or you can go back and find it, and there's links. Uh, I want to say that we posted, uh, if I remember correctly, I think I posted something on our website about it as well with links to different classes that we found. Yep, there. There's rawhide out here. There's the ones. Yeah, there's you uh, and everything the Dragoo that we mentioned. Uh, there's the DC Dirt Camp. Um, Nathan and Chris actually know the guy that runs that. They just opened a new school for the DC Dirt Camp. They've got a second location, I think. Oh, cool. I saw the Ben. I think it was Ben from Auto Camp Nerd had uh, posted that. That's awesome. Um, you've got the BMW Performance Center. You do not have to be a BMW owner to go to that, and they will let you use their bike. So you do not have to worry about banging Driving up your bike. Away. Well, not just banging up your bike or anything either, you know. You use their bike. So you're going to be doing this stuff where you're going to drop the thing. If you drop it and something breaks, oh, well, you know, it's like... So, and, and that's included in the price. So we're talking about, it's like $600 for uh, a full day course. And that includes the bike. Right. And for the day, you don't choice. get to take it home, but for the right. day you get the bike. <laughs> I don't want to get anybody too yeah, excited. But like, <laughs> I get a BMW for yes. 600 bucks. And um, if anybody's watched the, the Wyoming BDR 
uh, I spoke with Wendy Nasons, who was in that. And she's going to be coming on here at some point in the near future. At least I, I still think she is. And she's going to talk about not only the BMW Performance Center, but the BMW MOA, which, so. I'm not even sure what that is, Jappy. Uh, the, the MOA. The, the BMW Motorcycle Owners of America, which you do not have to be a BMW owner to join that either. Currently, I am. <laughs> but you don't have to be. Uh, they get discounts all over the world for motorcycle type stuff. So if you're a, a MOA member, you get a discount with Performance Center. I like discounts. Yes. So do our listeners. They get them with throttle to ADV at some cool places like uh, Moto Camp Nerd and Moto Tomic, which I rocked the gas can hoodie at the Moscow event. All weekend, and I had the 40 liter duffel on my bike at the Moscow <laughs> event. That's ballsy, huh? <laughs> well, you still had the Moscow things. I mean, I did, I did, and I love the you Moscow know, panniers. But after I, talking I to Pete, the, I love the freaking Mototomic dry bag. I just yeah, but it. after after talking to Pete, I don't think he cares whether you've got the Moscow stuff or not. I mean, no. as long as you're a rider, that's all that matters. I mean, I, I had a secret admission in my head. Like, if I make it up this hill, I can go back and tell him. I made a video of me doing this crazy shit, right, up this hill on the bike. Don't you think it would be cooler if that person was in your Moscow gear? <laughs> I'd pull that card. He'd probably say, no, because you dumped it four times. <laughs> but Moscow is bulletproof. I just tested it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I cool love guy. my I love my gear. I was kind of nervous, and he's just like he's just nice. He's just a, a good guy. Likes to ride. Yes, he does ride down hard. earth. Yes, and they they test the shit out of their stuff. I mean, that's what I like about their stuff the most. Yeah, owner tested. They don't pay somebody to test it, <laughs> right? But not to turn this into an ad, but like you know the the tank bag, you know, every little pocket and every little loop has been thought of because they go out and they do that stuff and they know you need it, you know? So those things are needed. It's kind of like the code book for an electrician. They're written by failures of previous electricians. So Pete and Nash go do all the failing and then they give you the perfect bike. Uh, 1.21 gigawatts. Bolt of lightning. Uh, yeah yeah the, the the skills depending on your motorcycle of choice if you're on a adventure bike is going to be a little bit different because you're going to want to keep your feet on your pegs Boy. more yeah um i learned that again <laughs> so yeah your your um <laughs> your slow speed stuff and your balance and keeping your your body in position is a lot more important on an adventure bike than it is on, on a, a low 50 or, or 350 yeah well no i was just gonna say like even like a, a dual sport yeah smaller dual sport yeah they're different animals they're they're similar but i mean it's like a, a cessna plane and a 747 they might have similar controls and and things that need to happen but same but different <laughs> mm -hmm. different animal 
different tool. Absolutely. I would say we've, we've harped on classes and, you know, some of us have buddies that teach us hopefully good habits. Uh, but going to these events, the rallies, number one, you meet really cool people. You get numbers of people that live by you or somewhere you're going. Yep. And they have training. Most of them, everyone I've seen so far anyway, has some sort of training. So it's available. And uh, yes, I had, they had really good food too. Like we had barbecue pulled pork and chicken one night. I mean, I don't know if that's a reason for you to go to a rally, but it sure well, helped me. You had me. better food than we did. <laughs> well, it was put on by Moscow. Now, oh, the uh, Moscow. Uh, I, on, thought you meant uh, the, I thought you were talking about the tour tech one. On the flip side of that, don't mean to complain, but I woke up in the morning. They said they had breakfast. I grabbed this burrito and I bit into it, and all I could see literally was tomatoes, diced tomatoes. <laughs> I mean, maybe there was more in it, but at that point, I just went, I need a donut. <laughs> Don't it, you bad, bad I eater. know. That's how I stay so sweet, chappy. You are not sweet. Oh, my sweetheart. All that sugar has made you rotten to the core. Yeah, well, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even deny it. Then uh, one of the, I don't know, I don't, she was a lifelike uh, nurse, I think, from Oregon. But she was with the Moscow crew. I think she's just friends with Ash and Pete. I get back into town from my excursion, and I want to go tell Pete that, you know, I made it up that hill. <laughs> so I see this guy in the same gear on, uh, I think, the same bike as Pete, pull to this hamburger joint in town. So I pull in, and I'm just going to go in and have a burger and say hi to Pete. Well, it wasn't Pete. It was uh, somebody else with Moscow, dressed the same. But I sit down before I realize it's not Pete at the Moscow table while they're having lunch. <laughs> and this gal's like, what's your name? I said, Cody. She said, Cody, Carl. So she kept calling me Carl the whole event. <laughs> anyway, it was it was a little awkward. They said I could stay, but I just got mine to go. <laughs> they were calling you Carl? She kept calling me Carl. I don't know, I don't know what the deal was. <laughs> I said, well, I've been called worse. But yeah, so I basically sat down at their company uh, lunch party. <laughs> I mean, oh. they were nice. They said I could stay, but I was. It felt awkward. Like I just, I just walked in and sat myself down at their table. <laughs> and they're like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> it's Carl. <laughs> That's funny. Had a big. Well, of course, fire. somebody working from Moscow is going to have the same Moscow gear as Pete. Well, yeah, but like literally same color, same backpack, everything. They work for the same company. They have different colors. I saw your, uh, I'm going to call it orange jacket. Was it orange? It's tough to say. It's, it's, you could, you could probably argue either way. It's not like obnoxious orange like I would like, but I, I don't know that it's, I don't know. What would they say? Copper? I, I don't know. That's what it's that's nice. They look. say it is. It was really nice looking. Really nice. <laughs> it wasn't KTM orange. I know that. I'm waiting for the new jacket. Yeah. So they had some of those. Unfortunately, they had stuff you could try on, but they didn't like have stock with them. You know, did they have a yellow one? Yes. Did they, had they a really? Yellow, they had a yellow puffy. No. Oh yeah, the Jackaloft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, the uh, the new Basilisk is supposed to be yellow. They had they had most of the new stuff yellow. out there. They had a really cool backpack that's new. Did they have the new Basilisks? And the chest thing, I think they did, but I didn't look too hard. I was trying to talk Pete into help me out with a raincoat because, well, 
when I rode up to the event from my house, it was frigid, like right. 30 or 40 degrees when I started from my house. So I had on my gas can hoodie and I put my climb raincoat, just a rain jacket over that. And then my jacket jacket pull in. Then we're on this hard trail. The sun's come up. It's freaking warm and I'm working my ass off. So I'm shedding layers and throwing shit everywhere. <laughs> anyway, I left my climb jacket up there. <laughs> oh. So I told Pete and I was, I was hoping he'd say, oh, I can give you a discount or something <laughs> on a, on a Moscow one. He's like, you can go up and get it tomorrow. And I'm thinking, I already went up that once. I ain't fucking doing it again. <laughs> Fuck that jacket. <laughs> I mean, it was fun the first time. Not fun enough to do again. But So, yeah, I wasn't really looking at the rain jackets at that point. They had the cool stuff. And, and they give you a discount, like 15%, because they don't carry the stock. They can't just carry it everywhere, right? So if you order it, they give you a discount or something. But they nice. did have different sizes, not all colors, but different sizes. And the new bags look so cool. Yeah, uh, they got some new tank bags too. The backpack has a thing in the front where your inReach just slides in. Nice. Pretty cool. Good event, good event. Yeah, I don't want to wear backpacks anymore. And skills of all levels. That's another thing. You know, riding groups, it's safer. You can learn things. Most yeah. people will be happy to show you how to get unstuck or, you know, whatever. Or laugh at you while you try. Depends on who you run into. <laughs> yes. Uh, the aforementioned BDR, you can head over to the Ride BDR. They have some places where you can get lessons as well. Speaking you mentioned a discount code. Yes. Throttled. ADV. No spaces. And it works where? I wish it worked everywhere. <laughs> It works at uh, mototomic.com where you can get the before mentioned gas can hoodie. That's the only good thing bag. about winter. That's it. There's only one good thing about winter, and it's get to wear my gas can hoodie. That's I, I wore mine Saturday and I roasted, so I took it off, and I was glad I had it later because I stopped to get gas. I almost ran out of gas. Oh, Chappie. Oh, I got on this section of the highway where the only three exits were onto other highways. And then the last exit, and it's like 19 miles. So I pull on the thing, and then the light goes on. And it's like, son of a bitch. Look, man, I know gas is expensive and outrageous right now, but denying it is not going to help you. You just <laughs> you got to well, fill up, Chappie. <laughs> well, no, that's not the issue. The issue is the light like came on late you know it's like it's like a late alarm clock yeah but i it looked like there was more in the tank and then the gauge and don't forget i got a new car so i'm getting used to it i usually don't run yeah. it down past a quarter but, but this time you pushed you know, it well i mean we went for for a ride and i thought i had enough to get there and get home and i did but like once it, the gauge got down Lower, it started to drop quick. <laughs> and then the light came on, and it was like, fuck, the light's coming on. And I got 19 miles of thing, and the, the stupid dash is telling me I got five miles of gas left. Yeah. And a 19-mile stretch, and I'm going, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, you can also use that discount code THROTTLEADV over at motocampnerd.com. Uh, 
go get yourself some camping swag. Yeah. He's got everything for, uh, that you will need to go camping. I mean, perfect I, time. I like fall and winter. Yeah. Time to kind of piece together your new stuff for next year. Yep. Or put something in a wish list and send it off to one of your relatives and say, buy me this. Hey, send But use this discount. Yeah. People love it when you get a discount. Yeah. I think uh, you can use a discount on everything except for uh, gift cards. You could even be nefarious and you could use the discount. If you're budgeted this much for, you know, so-and-so's gift. But if you get a discount, do you get to keep that money and spend it on yourself? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying some people might do that. I don't know. I don't know. If you do, tell me and let me know how it works out. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, uh Head on over to bmoto.com if you're looking to get some work done on any of your uh, motorcycle stuff, suspension, carburetor work, engine work. Cerakoting. F- yeah, framework. The Cerakoting, it uh, helps keep the dirt from sticking to your parts. I wish I could use the Cerakoting <laughs> on other things. <laughs> Sounds like a good thing before you go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Keep the sand from sticking in the crack. Yeah, not good. Sandy cracks are... Don't need to turn it to... Unless your name is Sandy, a sandy crack is not good. (laughs) That's funny, because I live in Sandy. (laughs) So every crack is Sandy where you are. (laughs) No, not Sandy, Oregon. Okay, so... (laughs) Don't know what that means. I think we made it through one more. We're almost through freaking two years. Losing count. Yeah. Uh, October 26th, I think, was when we posted our. So that'll be. How fitting, right before mark. Halloween. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so thank you all for hanging with us. Yeah. It's been amazing so far. It has. And there's many more to come. I mean, we just can't seem to run out of topics. We just can't shut up. Yeah, well, I mean, th- nope. we still have a, a quite a list of shit to do, and I mean, yes. the list has more gray than black on it now. But it seems like we keep coming up with topics without having to go to the list anyway. So yeah, I, I don't remember if it was a a dream or not, but there might be some what if elves added. Oh, were there? Sometimes randomly things get put up in there. I don't know if I'm sleepwalking or how it happens. <laughs> Yeah, we appreciate y'all and Discord and hanging out, listening, downloading, sharing our episodes with people. Yes. Meeting some of you when we get out. That's really cool. That's the easiest way for us to. I think currently it uh, isn't the old old guy out with, uh, with randomly in them. Yes. Uh, randomly recently. just arrived home. Pete is taking the slow way home. We've yes. heard of the long way. We've heard of the. The long way up, the long way around, the long way down. Pete is more. Pete is taking the long way around. Did you see some of the roads? He, he went on some of these roads. Like the highway does a freaking circle. It's like, why would you not just go straight there? Some of us like to take our time. No, I mean, like the highway goes along and then there's a complete 360 and then it goes off. It's like, why would you not just go straight? Welcome to California Engineers Making Your Roads. This happened to us in Utah. He's we, in South Dakota. I don't know. They 
they came here and we we call what they did to our state interstate the spaghetti bowl is how all locals refer to it because it is it's like trying to find your way through a fucking spaghetti maze it's ridiculous (laughs) Mm. you get off left to go right and then up and under yeah yeah i don't know and people get paid to make this crap up that's the funny thing (laughs) they do well it looks like uncle chappy's gotta go to bed now he's got uh yeah, we were. It's not late where you to, are. We were not supposed to be podcasting today. We were. I was supposed to be ed, 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 editing and then. Yeah, yeah, I know. Me too. I don't even remember what the episode is. I don't know where we're at. Uh, <laughs> but we'll be back. Well, this is again in the future. Yes, two weeks. So yes, after when, this when you hear airs, this, I'm you in Arizona and listen to uh to the Tim one. I'm excited about that. Yes, the Tim one airs the day before I leave for Arizona. This one will be airing the day I am flying home. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Well, hopefully I can borrow a 790 and just come meet you. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I mean, we're going <laughs> to visit mom, and I was trying to remember how many hours it is from my mom to where you're going to be. So maybe we'll take a ride out because I've never been to California. Never been there? Nope. Well, you better see it before it falls in the ocean. I don't know where that came from, but ever since I was a kid, people told me it was going to fall in the ocean. I don't. I have no idea where that came from or why. It's because it was a story that kids told when I was young. <laughs> it's because of the fault, the San Andreas fault that runs ah, up. See, I learned something. I really didn't I'm know. Saying if there's a big enough earthquake, saying. it's going to separate and lower down. Ah, so there is some truth. Kind of to what they were saying. Yes. I mean, exaggeratedly, hopefully, but yeah. Hey. I, I never knew where that came from. I just remember kids telling me, why would you want to go to California? It's going to fall in the ocean. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I didn't play with those kids. I was like, they're stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> all righty. So thank you all for listening. Yes. And until next time. Clean out your ear holes so that the invasion will go quickly next time. Quicking clean, baby. <laughs> Do not forget, if you go to a concert with Chappie, to take your MSR fuel container with you. Take your MSR fuel bottle if you ever travel in a car with Jappy. No, we went. I was thinking about that. I was like, shit, I wish I had my freaking fuel bottle. (laughs) I know. That's what I thought of, too.